0: Hello, my friends. Katie Day with the Movie to Texas team. We are live in Dallas, Texas at the Tom Ferry Summit. I am here with the Ropax team group. Ropax group. Group. Damn it. I'm here with the Ropax group. Very team out of San Antonio, Texas. Robert. Yeah. Ro- team group. They're a team group, actually. Robert and Stephanie, what's going on, y'all?
1: Where are you? Like, blown away by this event to be yeah. honest. It's been amazing. Lots of great content, lots yeah. of great speakers, lots of energy,
2: yeah. lots of, lots of knowledge that's been shared.
0: Yeah. No. And what I like is like, no matter where you are in your career, cause I know you guys have been doing this for a while, like you get nuggets and you're like, man, that was good. Like mm-hmm. this is, this is info.
2: I love how he gave props to newer agents up there. I mean yeah. that you never, ever, ever see that. And that's what I was telling Stephanie. I thought that was so cool because it gives other people hope, you know, other people that are, might be struggling in the business. Yeah.
1: Yeah, like the one 20 year old, like, did 10 million. I'm like, go you. No yep. joke. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. No joke. It's really
0: fun. I yeah. always get kind of jealous of those new agents that, like, do crush it in their first year, second mm. year. Like, man, like, wish I would have been, had my shit together when <laughs> I was <I> 20 I <laughs> feel i like rocks, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, for those that may not know y'all, um, you know, who are you? How'd you get into real estate?
2: Uh, Robert Elder got into real estate 31 years ago. Uh, this year, my mom was an agent, so I'm a second-generation agent. Okay. Kind of grew up around the business. Uh, learned it via osmosis more than anything else. Yeah. And I always tell Stephanie, it's like I, I truly did have an unfair advantage when I got my license because I had like three or four years of hearing it around my mom. And so I hit the ground running. That's
0: cool. What
1: about you? Uh, I started in 2011. Okay. So um, first year really didn't – I was – I went through a divorce. Uh, I used to be a professional horse trainer; that was my life, and it was like I, I got divorced and changed careers all at the same time. <laughs> Not recommended.
0: Well, you know, you just got to get all the stress <laughs> in at once, right. So then it just when you turn around a year later, sure, you're like, do it now. You're like, yeah, like everything's great, right? It was, yes.
1: So, but yeah, I walked around in confusion for the first couple of years,
0: just lost because I just didn't have any coaching or training at yeah. that time. Well, and so. Um, how do you feel like, like obviously being in it newer, how'd you build your business?
1: So I had, <laughs> I hired a coach with Maps Coaching from Keller
0: Williams yep. and she was a badass at Expired's Okay, and that's what I did. Cause I was like, I remember a while back, yeah. like maybe two years ago or so we had a call about that. Yeah, like my husband yeah. was getting into Expired's so like, yeah, you definitely gave us some good tips of like it, how you just hit the ground grinding and running.
1: It was like cold calls were just what I did. I didn't know any yeah. different. I just yeah. thought that's what you did.
2: Yeah. I would never want to go up against her on the phone. Yeah. yeah no,
0: that's why you guys got amazing together, scripts. Right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But with that being said, then during COVID expired, it's like, didn't happen. Who moved my fucking cheese? Yeah. You can say, yeah. So who moved my cheese? I just did not know what to do anymore because yeah. like they just weren't there. So
0: no. it was a pivot yeah. quickly, a quick pivot. Well, and so like what, what now do you feel like are like the pillars? I dove into
1: my database. Best thing I should have done that years ago, but I just went all in on my database and they saved me. Well, and one thing that I feel like
0: y'all do, uh, both of you do very well is like you share things about real estate and you share things like about what's happening and the market and stuff like that. But it's like not braggy. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you're not like, Hey, look at me. Do you want to buy or sell? You're like, Hey, this just happened. Oh man, check this out. Oh, you know, here's a flip. Here's a horror story. Here's this, here's that. And like, I feel as if you guys do a really good job of the content I see that's like sharing the story, right? And sharing, like, do you guys think about that or what goes into like your social media? Post?
2: I don't know. I don't know. I, th- I think we, we like to intentionally share. Yeah. I know I like to give back. Um, she's way more like into all the data and the numbers and everything else. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, maybe a little bit more the emotional one. It's like, okay, I'm going to tell you this story. <laughs> no, 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 no. You know, and I spit out something and yeah. sometimes I won't post what I want to say, <laughs> but, um, I, Censored
0: a little bit, maybe. <laughs> yeah, a little bit,
2: a little bit. But I mean I, I, I enjoy kind of like sharing that different aspect of yeah. real estate other than just saying, Hey, we sold this.
1: Yeah. I think for me, like I'm just data driven. So it I feel like I can hide behind the data, like, you know, because it's like, oh. I, I don't, don't
0: have, this me. I love like, like, numbers.
1: Yeah.
2: I hate the data. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For me, all the data is like in, in my head from so many years of doing this. And I'm like, just listen to me, Linda, listen, listen, listen. <laughs> yeah,
1: he definitely. But, you know, with that being said, though, you do have a lot of, you've been through, you know, 2008. You have a yeah. lot of, you know experience that a lot of right. people don't have. So it just comes a little more natural to you.
2: I, it's funny. Cause you know, when the market started changing for me, I was like, yeah, you know, I was kind of excited. Whereas right. many people were like, oh my gosh, you know, what's going to happen. I'm like, oh, don't worry. It's going to be really, really good yeah. for those that'll get through it. You know, it's just, a, it's a mindset shift, you know, yeah. and you are going to work harder. People are definitely going to work harder, but I mean, the ones that were picking up the low hanging fruit, they're going to be gone. Yeah. And so the strong,
0: they will survive and i mean building your business on expires y'all and like y'all are no strangers to hard work so yeah. you know no yeah
2: that's definitely why we get along we both we both can respect each other's work ethic 100% yeah
0: no that's awesome because it's tough working like mm-hmm. with a partner it is you know or even just having a business partner it's tough yeah. but then yeah. also like coming home and being in the same home yeah uh yeah <laughs> so what advice would you give to someone working with like a boyfriend or girlfriend or a spouse or partner or something like that I don't know for the right people to ask that. We well, all are still together.
1: So. <laughs> There's that. You know, there is that. Yes. My coach, she, she said, you have to go have a date, and you cannot talk about real estate. Oh
2: my god, we did do uh, that. That's isn't right. That
1: hard though. What is there to talk about? I, have, <laughs> I had, to, I had to Google it. I had to Google all these questions. Date night, date night.
0: She was like had questions. questions. It was like speed dating. <laughs> we are, we are more alike than we realize. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't even know what to say. She had,
2: a, she was like. Okay, and so if we did, do, 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 and then like the next question, I'm like, oh, my God. We're so
1: glad when that date was over because we could talk about real estate. <laughs> but, I mean, it's like, you know, it's our life. And it truly is our life. And I don't think it's bad. I, I don't. I mean, I know people I say you should do. But it's like we have so much in common with our clients and with what we're doing, how we're growing. I mean, I don't.
2: Uh, it, it's a passion. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like I love what I do. Yeah. You met me in a different, completely different industry. You know, I'd had other companies. I'd had my garbage company, my porta potty company, everything else. But honestly, for me, this, this is my God given gift. Yeah. And I really, really uh, enjoy it almost to a level of obsession, maybe just a little, you know, but it's fun. It's like I get to work with my best friend and my partner. Yeah. You know, I, I, I love her. I respect her. She's, she's my person in life that I yeah. want to end my life with, you know, at the end of my days. And I, what, what, more cool thing do I get to do than work with her day in and day out.
0: Well, and I think, too, like, my takeaway from it, because that was my coach's, my first coach's biggest thing was, like, the date night. Mm-hmm. And, like, that was her homework. And, like, we didn't do date night. So, like, we get on the call the next week. She's like, how was date night? And we're like, nah. you know, like, you're not making eye contact with the camera. <laughs> right you're yeah, yeah, uh, like, writing ah, you <laughs> let me notes. Um, I just think it's imperative. And like, yeah. you know, no, are you going to go on every date and not talk about real estate? No, it's going to come up. But like mm-hmm. having that time carved out to personally like to, to pour into each other and to have mo- that moment together before you hop right back into it and you're on the phone with clients and doing all these things. Mm-hmm. Right. I think it's super important.
2: I, I have a reminder on my phone every Monday to plan a date night and then I'll do it and, and I'll say, okay, hey, you know, Friday night we're going out to dinner or yeah. Saturday night or yeah. we're going to do brunch on Sunday or yeah, something, something like that. Yeah. yeah.
1: You're good about that. You've been very consistent. Hmm. It's in the calendar, so it's he's in got the calendar. Like, and then right after
0: that, I make my
2: call. Then I go slay. Yeah.
0: Um, so you guys said digging into database. So what are some like tactical things or advice would you give to someone that like hasn't perhaps touched their database in a while, called their past clients, like? What did you do? You just picked up the phone and called? It or was what?
1: scary because I was like, I don't even remember if we had a
0: good or bad transaction. <laughs> You'll call someone that their house didn't sell and to tell you F off, but someone yes. who you sold a home to trusted yeah. you with one of the most expensive things in their whole, in their lives. It's scary. No, I, I totally th- agree. I
1: had a thing around it. I don't yeah. know because, I mean, like… I, I was a transactionally based person. And going into that relational base, it was like, ooh, I, I, it was just uncomfortable.
0: Yeah. It was yeah. really
1: uncomfortable. But, I mean, I did it. I, I went through and I got a really good Popeye company. And okay. I put everyone on a Popeye. I got it, you know, and I just. Which has been
2: working really and well. And it just
1: was an icebreaker. Yeah. I was like, yeah. oh, we got what you sent in the mail. That was so great. And like, oh. Then finally I was like, oh, I can have a normal conversation yeah. with you. How's
0: life? Of real estate? What's yeah. new? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
2: For me, it was different. Like watching my mom operate, she was extremely relational. And so that's all I knew how it's like, I didn't know that I needed to be that way. I'm just like, okay, well, I'm going to emulate my mom because she's successful. So let me do that. That works. I didn't know anything. You know, it wasn't until years later that I figured out, oh, that's actually a manner in which you can, you know, can transact business with your, your, your clients. Yeah.
0: No, I mean I think that's important. I think having some sort of schedule, so whether that's like that you make yourself that you're like, okay, well, I'm going to do these gifts or these these actions on this regular cadence, or ha- having a company, mm-hmm. that's a great thing. A lot of people don't realize it. Like, Go outsource it. Like yeah. you don't have to yeah. be the one putting together the little gifts, right. and you know, I you can mail them. You can you know, <laughs> you can do that. You can have other people do that. Um, whether it's someone you hire or a company. Um So yeah, having that regular cadence mm-hmm. of of conversation and of touch, you know, touch points is super important. So for mm-hmm. sure, yeah, that's good it's yeah. so good. Love and then just the picking up the phone. Like it, it yeah. is awkward. It is uncomfortable, but like, you know, phones also work two ways, you know? So it's for yeah,
2: sure. Like, but you know, it was like one of the the younger guy I think said it where he's like, it's only awkward if you make it awkward. And I was yeah. like, Oh my God, that's gold. Um, yeah. so yeah, it's like, you know, it just depends how you look at it. You yeah. know, it so many people say that it's mindset. This, this business so well, much is yeah. mindset because it is tough, mm-hmm. you know, but if you just look at it perhaps a different way, You might be able to make something that's really crappy, maybe fun. Mm -hmm.
0: So if I were a brand new agent, just got my license, I'm looking to hang it at a brokerage and like get my career started, what would be like the things that you tell me I need to do? What would you say?
1: I would say start with your SOI, start with your your database and, and just, you know, because they like they always say, they know you, like you, trust you. And then open houses. Yeah. Get it's cheap, it's free.
0: So I have my thoughts on open houses. What would be like your open house strategy? Like, just do every open house that's available. What would you? No, I mean, we
2: we have a very strategic. To where, you know, the open house sign, the alert, we'll call it the alert sign, is there up on a Monday, either notifying for a Saturday or Sunday, circle prospecting around it, door knocking around it, perhaps even putting flyers in coffee shops or whatever if it happens to be in a neighborhood in which
0: that'll happen.
2: For sure. I mean, you know, they did one, you and and one of our other girls did one that – it was over a 100 people that showed up to this open house. And I love telling this story because – It was pre-COVID, though. It it was pre-COVID. Which is
0: even more impressive.
2: No, exactly. And so she was approached by someone that was so impressed by her open house skills that she fired her mother to hire Stephanie and it was like an eight hundred and yeah. fifty thousand dollars. That is yeah. cold, she exactly. Had that on the
1: market. It wasn't selling. It wasn't so selling. Could you could yeah. buy and see why it's not selling. I'm like, sure, and yeah.
0: She,
2: yeah. Hired she, f- she fired <laughs> her mom yeah. to hire her, and I thought Ooh, that was so cool. Thanksgiving's gonna be awkward.
0: I <laughs> <I think it's laughs>
2: no kidding, ride. right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> no stuffing for you. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Um, well, I guess it could have been a the mom's out. Yeah. So the mom probably wouldn't give her something, but, um, <laughs> anyways, so no, I mean, I think that that's huge. I think that like adding in the additional things because most people will, will, you know, say if it's your listing and I'm holding it open, I'll be like, okay, make sure it's in the MLS. And then I'll show up on Saturday and sit there. And, and most
2: do that. That's you know. the unfortunate thing. So. Or they'll show up late, you know, or they won't put, they'll put like five or six signs out How or something like that. Out in the
0: neighborhood?
2: When I would do open houses, there's been times I put 50.
0: Yeah, if if, if the area if the like if the 25.
2: area would like, yeah, no, I'd get up in the morning sometimes before this is when Austin was younger, we'd drive around in Alamo Heights and like at five six o'clock in the morning, ding, 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 putting signs out everywhere. yeah, so but
1: I think door knocking mm-hmm. is imperative, and I also think circle prospecting is imperative because it's an it's a, it's an easy touch.
0: Yep. so let's so let's role play, right okay, you're gonna go door knock, 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 knock. What are you saying to me? I open the door. I'm like, why are you? who are you?
1: Uh, I, hey, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> generally just hey, we're, we're having an open house in case you have, you know, we have a lot of information about the neighborhood, recent sales. We'd love for you to come by. Typically we do a 30 minute just for Free, neighbors yeah. and, you know, come over. We'd love to, you know, have a mimosa. Come check I'm it sure out. I'm sure you want
0: to know what Bob and Sue's yeah, house looks yeah, like. to so come course, on by. Yeah, of yeah. course. And then everyone and then just wants to know them. what their houses look yeah.
1: like. Yeah. It's a pretty,
0: it's a pretty easy conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's what I think that like, Um, the door knocking and the circle dialing, it's like, I just want to know more about the neighborhood or, you know, you may Mm -hmm. already know it. Right. But like, I just want to know more about the neighborhood. I just want to know what you like about it. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Come on by the open house. Like it's not, Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to sell you anything. I just Mm -hmm. want you to come by, see the house eat some of my food, so I don't eat it. And I'll see you on Saturday, right? And
1: sometimes they'll tell you things. You'll learn about the neighborhood before the open house. So you are the expert in that neighborhood because neighbors talk. And so they love to talk. So you just, yeah. Yeah.
2: So few agents also will prepare like either maybe some soul comps, you know, Yeah. also what's available just so they can talk. I mean, literally some agents will just, okay, I'm here. Yeah, and then that's it. Yeah. And you don't look like the knowledge H. broker.
0: Yeah. yeah. No Our H. open house packets, they, they need to have the CMA for the neighborhood, right? Mm-hmm. We also provide other open houses in the area. Because like yes. most open house people, like they're just going. And most agents, when you walk into an open house, they're like, hey, Robert, I can send you properties. Can I have your email? And you're like, mm-hmm. no, I no. already have 14 of yeah. my own alerts set up. Exactly. And then... Um, this I said CMA, this, the open houses. And then yeah, the information on the house. And I think that the neighbors always do give good information on the neighborhoods mm-hmm. too. And like I, I know like Alamo Heights is one that y'all work a mm-hmm. lot in, but like I'm sure there's things that neighbors tell you that you're like, oh, that's a good little oh, yeah, yeah. sure. sometimes. It is. Yeah. Yeah. So.
2: You get to know the little nuances. Yeah. Something else I think is like everyone loves going to a coffee shop. You know, go to your local coffee shop, be that person that everyone freaking knows. There have been times in the past where I'm like, here's a hundred bucks, you know, buy the next few people coffee.
0: Yeah. And I love
2: that. Oh, well, yeah. That guy bought you coffee. Oh, Hey, thanks so much. Blah, blah, blah. You know, Oh, Hey, here's my card. You know, there's, there's a bunch of secret agents. Not real estate agents.
1: <laughs> there's no, I mean, there's so many strategies. It's just, you just have to be real yeah. estate. I think that's the biggest thing is like in every other job, it's like you clock in nine to five, you work. But when you're in real estate, you have to just be it to be successful, I think. Just become on all the time, which mm-hmm. is not easy to do.
2: Um, it's like that Eddie Murphy movie, uh, know, The Haunted. Yeah. And he's yeah. like, oh, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs>
0: But yeah, I, you do that smile so quickly, I know. There, Robert.
2: It's like, it's turn like, it on. I mean, but, but you
1: you learn to do that, yeah. you know, and like and like Tom says, you know, check your mood. For and then sure. No matter what, like it, it. People always call it the worst times. Like, I'm in the bathroom, like but, you know, you got to you know, oh got to take it. Just.
2: I, I had a client who actually has he's he's become a friend at this point for yeah. both of us, and he uh, has become one of our best clients. I mean, we've done probably ten or twelve deals with him. Yeah. I met him at a coffee shop. But he would FaceTime me randomly, and it would just—on purpose. Well, I want to show you something, and I'm like, dude, I could be in the bathroom. (laughs) It's like it would totally set me off. But it's like I would have to answer the phone. Hey, what's going on? You know, you had to check yourself real quick. So, well,
0: hopefully now you guys are close enough. You're like, dude, what do you want? I know. (laughs) I I
2: finally did tell him. I'm like, dude, don't do this anymore.
0: (laughs) Send me a picture, man. I,
1: <laughs> text, text me. I did that to my videographer the other day. I didn't, I said, just let me show you. I was so frustrated. I was like, I did not even think that I should have asked him before I just immediately put my face. Oops. But, G- <laughs> to goodness, he was decent. Oh, poor DJ. Sorry,
0: DJ. <laughs> DJ would have had to accept it. That's, I know. Yeah, it's exactly. more on him if he lost Yeah, the that's decent, true. You know. Exactly. <laughs> I didn't look like this to me. <laughs> you know Robert. That's funny. Um, no, that's cool. So, um, I feel like you guys do a lot of different business and I guess it's been part of it's being in the industry for a while you're able to like add on additional niches because like I feel like when I think of y'all I think of like um, Alamo Heights right I think of um, luxury I think mm-hmm. of like new construction like you guys mm-hmm. represent a lot of different sellers and clients right um, is it just from being in the business for a while, so you keep adding on more things and people you've moved up, buyers and stuff like that? Is it that you've Mm -hmm. made a concerted effort to do specific marketing? Like, what do you think...
2: For me personally, honestly, but this is pre-COVID, I kind of got bored. We were just like knocking it out of the park up on the north side of town where we lived. And I was like, honey, I'm going to go downtown to where all the gentrification was, you know, which you're familiar with with, in Houston, you know, with the heights and other areas like that. So San Antonio just wasn't seeing that stuff. And all of a sudden it really, really started popping. And I would just literally drive around. And go talk to people. I talked to construction workers, you know, Hey, who's, who's is this? You know, exactly. Give me a, give me a phone number. And it just kind of built from there. So that was like definitely an add to, to our business because she was killing it on the freaking expired side. So I'm like, okay, babe, you got that taken care of. Let me go try and create this and see what happens.
0: No, that's 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 huge, and I think that's a really good nugget. If you didn't just write that down, of like driving and and talking to the the project managers, talking to every
1: day, he'd come home with you know, so oh, I talked to so and so, or oh, I met this guy, and you know, remember that one couple that you met, and Mm -hmm. you know, they did their most expensive flip ever. Yeah, they were they needed it. You you just happened to have.
2: We've even we've taken business from a developer who was a licensed agent. And it was, I guess we just went up and started talking to her and she was trying to sell it on her own. Now we have her $2 million, which is on the cover of several magazines this past month. But it all started with us, hey, just driving by, what's going on? We went to go look at her open house or something.
0: Well, and I feel like too, a lot of times agents that become developers, or I think a lot of times what it is, it's like an investor is a developer. And then they're like, I should just get my license and save that little bit of money. They're making hundreds of thousands of dollars on the development. Right. Like, at a certain point when they're developing enough they're like why am i still doing exactly. this cuz like y'all are the marketers y'all are the people with boots on the ground you know the market you're putting in the work they're just like
2: and she trusts go sit in open house. she yeah. 100% trusts our team you know yeah. we're the team we're she has her designer architect and then she has her real estate team and she'll yeah. acknowledge that yeah
0: mm-hmm. yeah that's huge um and that's builder business like is good and bad right it's got its pros and its mm-hmm. cons but like it's it's a, it, i enjoy it it's fun
2: i love it cuz there's not much emotion
0: i do like that like the the numbers, you know, if the numbers right. work, the numbers work there. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like, why don't you pay attention to just the no, numbers? No, it's like,
1: like
2: I, I, no I email. with so many years in the business, honestly, I don't do good with emotional people. Like, well, I painted Timmy's room purple and therefore my house is worth $50,000. Like, right. Exactly. Okay, I'm now. like, yeah, exactly. Here, change it. No one, no one gives a shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Who's Timmy? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, he's 25 now. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't care either. Please, man. <laughs> um... What advice would you give to someone that's, like, looking to, you know, like, you had to pivot, right, in in mm-hmm. in COVID and in 2020 when, like, your main source of business, like, was no longer something that was happening, right? So, like, what what advice would you give to someone that, like, maybe has plateaued, right? And, like, mm-hmm. you know, they are selling the same amount of homes every year and just, like, they, they can't get past that point. You know, they're selling 30 homes a year. Mm-hmm. They want to make more money. They want to do more. What advice would you all, mm-hmm. what do you think?
1: I think whatever you add in your lead generation, you can't uh, let go of what you were doing before. Okay. I think that's where a lot of people, you know, go d- wrong is they just like they they dump what they were doing and move on to something else and dump that and move to something else. I think you got to stick. Shiny yeah, Shiny object. You've got to stick to it enough to get traction, and then build systems around that to where you oh. can go do something else and add to your lead gen. That's that's what I think.
2: I think um, making yourself in sales making yourself feel uncomfortable. Go out and if you're into boats, go buy a fucking boat. Go, go buy a G Wagon, go buy a, a watch. I mean, I oh, mean okay. it, cars and watches over here. It it, it, it I mean it puts pressure. Yeah. I mean it does. He I mean he likes
0: his back against the wall. I, I love
2: my back against the well, wall. Well,
0: as I say, no wonder you sell so many homes because see you post about a car or a watch Every and then you've gotta go, week. you know. <laughs> we won't we won't get into that here. We won't get into that here. Um so one of the things one of the things that you just you just said was like, you know, not losing sight of the old stuff, right? And continuing to add more. Mm-hmm. Um now that we're starting to see a shift in the market, we're all mm-hmm. we're all seeing across across the country. Are you going to get back into expireds or have Oh you started yes, so already? I'm
1: calling Vulcan next week. Yeah. I'm going to get back in. Yeah, she'll
2: crush it. She, she
1: will. No, I
2: can crush it.
0: Yeah. The yeah. call we had with you, what was that back in like 2019? It was. Yeah, it was wow. about yeah. there. Um, I just remember like you were like dropping all these scripts, and I'm like, man, she is just relentless. Yeah. And
1: I should have been asking you. Like, the funny thing like, is, what should we be doing? YouTube. Ah.
2: <laughs> yeah, cuz you're like killing <laughs> it. Is
0: that, <laughs> is that funny though? Like I it know. Just, No, it yeah. is. it's awesome. Yeah.
2: I I I love the collaboration by the way. Um if if you thought she was good then though, she's no. really shifted gears. I mean, you've I I, I feel that you've gotten you can com- convey like coming across as their friend and get, you got so much more information these days now yeah. on the phone than, than before.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I don't, I don't know what it was that that was like a shift in your gears, but I mean, it's, I stuff. started,
1: it was funny because I heard him talk about that on stage. It's like, you start talking to people like they're people mm-hmm. just having a conversation and people, mm-hmm. oddly enough, will talk to you mm-hmm. um, if they feel like you're not trying to sell. them.
2: Like your little old man, uh, George. George, you've never, you've never even met. Well, no, I guess I, you finally I, I did, did meet I him. I
0: did finally show him. But
2: yeah. for a year you had a phone relationship yeah. with the little mm-hmm. old guy. Uh, year old man? yeah
0: well and i think too like especially with expired are those those cold more cold calls right um, once you internalize and you know like the scripts, right? And then you know that you can help them, mm-hmm. like you truly aren't calling to sell. You're no. like you are the person that's right. going to help them. For like, sure. Ryan, my husband, like he says that all the time, right? Yes. Of like, he's like, they are lucky that they're getting me. Yes, and yes. not someone else. Yes. For you know? sure. I mean, how many, especially like KW, right? It's like one of like the, the KW trainings is yeah. like you call your expires, you mm-hmm. know, and like so everyone's all these new agents are on the phone, but like they're like, Well, how are you gonna sell my home? And you're like, I don't know scratch? what page. What page you know? is that on? My first just sold two thousand. homes. she's done this kind of internalized. <laughs> um, no, but that's but like once you get to that point where it's like you know you can help. You've sold how you know this many homes, and and you know this home was on the on the market for this many months, and then you sold it. This one for this many right. months, and then you sold it. Like you know, and you have mm-hmm. that confidence, and and I think that that comes comes off, and especially that you're making the calls because a lot of people once they get to the level that y'all are at hire a VA and just like ah oh, send me the appointments yeah. it's not it's you know. definitely
2: not the same yeah
0: yeah yeah so the conversion's way higher yeah oh yeah, yeah. for sure mm-hmm. for sure all right i know you guys are foodies so this is going to be a good yeah. question oh, for y'all <laughs> if it were your last meal on earth i want to know what wine you would be drinking and what meal y'all would be having and you could have separate meals it does you don't have to agree on the meal because that's always a tough thing but i know you like wine i know y'all <laughs> like food honey what do you think
1: uh wine um probably my machete from Machete. Machete, orange swift. Orange swift. Yeah, I she's a big orange swift.
2: Oh, goodness. For me, um, whatever it is that I'm going to be having, it it's going to have to have for gras. Uh, that's that Ooh, is just so good. My, my wasn't
1: wasn't Guy Savoy
2: your oh my gosh yes we we went now? to Guy Savoy over Gisavoy. in in Vegas
0: okay and it was so funny oh so, I saw the picture. Uh, the food epic.
2: was insane I and never and ate of course a little
0: hamburger
1: but I know it's it like a hamburger
2: this big I never
0: had. <laughs> it was <laughs> so you know
2: probably an eighteen hundred dollar meal for four yeah. people <laughs> and it was worth every yeah. freaking penny it was an experience Whoa. so yes it was amazing
0: and I always feel like when you have those tasting meals like that where the hamburger is that big you're like. Well, I'm gonna have to go to you know in Vegas, in and out after this, a real meal, and then you finish the meal, and you're just like we oh, were so full, exactly. you know, yeah. But yeah. like you had like 42 different like little bites, <laughs> yeah, you know, rich and flavorful, yeah. was, amazing. Yeah. I think it it's because they're so rich, is yeah. what yeah. it is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was insane. That right. was final meal. Would you also have foie or would you?
1: No, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's me. That's all me. What would be your? Gosh, that's a good question. I um crab legs. If it's just the wine that's mm, cool too. I, I mean, I'm honestly good with wine. I hate... <laughs> And dessert. Like with diet. Oh, okay. And dessert. <laughs> what would you do? Dessert. dessert. I'd have to have probably chocolate cake, like chocolate a really cake. good chocolate cake. Yeah. No,
2: see, for me, it would be bananas foster from uh, Wildfish. Yeah. I just, oof, I love
0: that. He's just getting all these exotic meals over here. You're just like yeah. at home with your chocolate cake and, <laughs> and, and wine. Of wine yeah. <laughs> we, we went
1: to this girls' trip, right? And we all <laughs> ordered like salads. We're like, we want salads, we want dressings on the side, we had our wine. And then they're like, do you want dessert? We're like, yeah. obviously. And yeah. we took what of everything? <laughs> we just like, and like, the, oh, this they were the looking the at us yeah. like, "What is wrong with these girls?" <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: yeah, desserts. Dessert is always the go-to. For cool. sure, cool. Um, if people don't follow y'all, where is the best place for them to find you?
2: I would say your Instagram. You want to say your, your Instagram,
0: uh, Stephanie. Gosh, it's
1: Stephanie Paxton underscore Ropax, which yes. is really crazy.
2: I know, I know you changed it. I know. Um, I'm Robert Elder Lux- at Robert Elder Luxury Realtor, awesome. um, and then of course at the Ropax Group.
1: Ropex
0: yeah, that's group. our group. Yeah. yeah, it's a Ropax the Group. They are yeah. a team out of San Antonio, <laughs> Texas. Cool, um, well, y'all. Well, I appreciate you so much. Thank you for your time. What I can't believe is we've actually now known each other probably for. Like ten years. Yeah,
2: about that. It's been it a long like, time. You know, exactly. You, you
0: sauntered into my apartment office ten I know. years ago.
2: Back when I was a garbage man. I know.
0: He said you were a tough cookie. You
2: you are a tough cookie to do. I told you right. she'd say
0: <laughs> You know how it is being a vendor. I know. Like, you know, it's just tough. And like yeah. apartments, it's like but then he like showed me the prices. I was like, All right, we're in. I'm like, all right. Yeah, we're done. It's funny how the universe works. I know.
2: It was say it is so wild that you got the business and you're freaking crushing it, it and, yeah, yeah so. so
1: it's cool yeah, it's well cool. thank you for having us this, yeah. Is, yeah. this is a lot of fun